0: These days we'll get chairs. Uh, we we, 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 reached we, are, we reached our goal. Reached our goal. So I'll, I'll go up to like Rural King or something and get us some new stools.
1: You should get your your stools
0: sponsored. Yeah, yeah. by our patrons. We when we got our like a uh, goal on Patreon, hold we on, said hold on. upgrade our. What would it cost? Save it for the so podcast?
2: Just save it. Just right. we'll just talk about in like five seconds. All right.
0: uh <laughs> We'll start in three, two. Oh, Let well, David do that. Oh. Yeah, you're the host. Oh yeah, you forget I'm the host. the host. Who am
1: I talking to here?
3: <laughs> Every time. Who am I drinking
1: with? Who am I talking to? That's all I need to know. That's fine.
2: John just doesn't like me hosting like normal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I, just like I can leave. You guys, I'll take my beer. I'm, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Let's squabble some keep more. Keep fighting. Like I don't know, mom. They keep fighting.
2: Oh. 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 hello and welcome to another episode of kentucky commons radio hour where it's not an hour and it's not on the radio uh today we're joined by john renane hello michael moeller myself david satterly and our special guest
0: jesse valencia from
2: Lunciana.
0: Damn it. We... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> My last name is Rone. No one ever gets that right either.
2: So. Ron Yang. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh joined from Against the Grain. So happy to have you here, Jesse. Thank you. Um we were just talking about how, if you hear, there's a little squeak, but not much. Uh we did hit <laughs> our Patreon goal. So thank you guys, viewers.
0: Listeners, new stools are coming. New stools are coming. I still have one of the squeaky ones, but these things are going to the dumpster tomorrow. And I'm gonna go to somewhere and buy some nice uh, I'm gonna test them out. I'll be sitting on sitting stools. on a keg with a piece of cardboard. We could on just it. all go keg on cardboard. Like that's a that's a mood. Just so we're over. Yeah. just so we're clear. I don't even have a squeaky chair. That just yeah. tells me you guys
3: are humble and I like that about,
2: yeah. about you guys.
3: <laughs> that's, it's very the humility. You should have seen us when we were on our pillows. <laughs> yeah. Sitting crisscross okay. applesauce. Yeah, yeah join yeah. us for a beer namaste
2: now, now that was a good filming session
1: well what i was saying is you guys should get someone to sponsor mm-hmm. your stools
0: i mean well, these, they would look pretty good with big against the grain logos on the back hey of them, you know i yeah.
1: i know a guy or two over there <laughs> um
2: is this like a good like do we get the people that we don't like to sponsor so we just like put our ass on them all the time <laughs> or no no you sit well, your ass down
3: Oh, oh whoa. buddy. Whoa. I'm out of a job.
1: <laughs> Someone took
0: over <laughs> no, right now. No. <laughs> this just happened. Well, since you just mentioned Citrus S. Down, you guys want to talk about the first beer that we're uh, cracking here? Certainly. Uh, what we got here is a Louisville Pale Ale. Yeah, I love this beer. It's great.
2: Uh, Michael, you want to tell us about the can? Yeah,
3: <laughs> it looks like we got some uh, some caricature on there. I'm going to read the uh, the story on this first. Buy the beer. Inspired by our hometown hero, Louisville Pale is hazy and bursting with tropical aroma. Generous dry hopping lends notes of peach, strawberry, and mango flavors. This hazy, crazy Pale Ale was made with Louisville love for the decadent and depraved Louisvilleians, But you can have some too. Jesse, can you tell us about this beer?
1: Uh, yeah. So, I love Pale Ales, personally. Yeah. Um, you told me to bring something that I love, beer-wise, and I love pale oils, and I especially love Louisville. Um, I'm a big fan of Hunter Thompson, so this is, like, an homage to him. Do
2: you mean Hunter S. Thompson?
1: Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, Hunter S. Thompson. And... He is
0: decadent and depraved. He got that right.
1: So, Robbie Davis did the artwork on this. Um, yeah, it, it's a really nice, easy drinking beer. Um, I've always joked, you know, like, when we talk about, like, dad beers. Dad beers, like, is a Hams or, like, a Schlitz. But sure. I'm like... The, the dudes that drink dad beers are now dads themselves. Totally. So these are like the, this, the, would it be the son's beer? Yeah. I think, <laughs> like, I see where you're going. I'm making a son's beer. <laughs> so when I started working at against the grain, I was like, we should do a beer. And I was like trying to sell this. And I, I did as well as I'm doing right now. So <laughs> we haven't done it yet. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, you know, like everybody loves these dad beers, but I'm like, we're, you know, we're, we're paving our own um, path, right. In our yeah. own way. So like, i think pale ales are like the dad's son's beer yeah
0: yeah you know, like sons drink yeah together. yeah
1: and
2: if you like beer generally speaking you like it if you're not just a straight lager per, i mean you you will be open to enjoying a pale mm-hmm. ale yeah
1: you know and this one you know it, it's it's very nice and balanced um the hops are not overbearing yeah um what i love about our broodmaster jerry's creations and he, he does that like he's he's got this nice touch jerry means beer <laughs> Well, he tells people, (laughs) I will say this, T-Mart, what I love about T-Mart's beer is, you know, that it's got nice aromas, it's got enough fruit, but it's not like um, overbearing with with that. Because I've had some pale ales where I'm like, oh, like you should maybe say that it's a tropical pale ale or something.
0: I was found that about the, like the whole, like, because when the haze craze started, you know, it just kind of was, just went everywhere and went crazy. But really the best thing about those hazy and like New England styles it's super approachable for people like you say yeah. like if mm-hmm. your dad likes hams or like it's just a domestic clean lager guy or whatever he's like i don't like hoppy beer it's like that doesn't taste like a west coast ipa tasted in like yep. 2001 or something like that totally it's very I, approachable
1: you know and with this beer too like it, it doesn't finish dry because like when you get those yeah. like west coast ipas yeah. they finish dry and all the the hop flavor kind of like accentuates right and it's uh or not accentuates but it it Bumps yeah. up, and you really get that hoppiness, where this is not off-putting I, I love this beer. Totally
3: agree. So this isn't the first time I've had the beer, and it's certainly not the first time I've seen the can, but one thing I'm just now noticing for the first time is that there is a uh, an homage to the famous line, we can't stop here, this is Back country. It has a little a, little, a little little on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that, that that's a really appropriate beer too, because you know we're we're just about in Derby season now. So mm-hmm. yep. this
1: is the official pale ale of of Derby. Heck yeah! I'll drink to that. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it here first, folks. Here. <laughs> uh, but th- this
2: got added to your all's uh, core, right? This is going to be around yeah, for
1: a while. It was a seasonal for a bit, and now it's a year round um, offering, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, again, like being a pale ale guy. Um, I love this beer because I'm not I'm not a big IPA guy. Um, we do great IPAs. I like tasting, so I could at least speak on their behalf. Totally. But if I'm going to drink more than one beer, it's usually pale ale because I, I want the flavor, I want the hops, right? But it needs to be balanced, which this is. Um, and if you could get those other like light fruit notes, it's a it's a it's a plus. Yeah, totally agree. So it's still fun too. Like for people that um, aren't into IPAs. But want something more than you know a Budweiser or an a beer in our case it's like here this this has like a bunch of cool ingredients that all kind of shine in their own way yeah speaking of people that don't
2: like beer um, <laughs> <laughs> Michael was able to secure us some of the infinite
0: oh
3: yeah Miller light beer drops (laughs) you say
0: infamous but these are a huge head scratcher to me somebody's gonna have to explain what this is yeah i'm
3: gonna pull a john renane and read the press
0: release on air right now so um i think it's a good move
3: now miller light came out with this news uh just uh, about a week ago or so on april 4th uh and it's titled light beer shouldn't taste like water miller light introduces new campaign and liquid beer drops in time for national beer day this is so strange. Uh, you know, so Miller Light decided to say, "Hey, you're you're buying beer that's not just Miller Light. We understand things happen sometimes. Um, we think we can improve that beer with our <laughs> own Miller Light beer drops. Ugh, um, so whether your friend ordered you the wrong beer, or you find yourself without an actual Miller Light in hand, the brand is making it possible for beer lovers in a bind to add more beer taste when Miller Lite oh, no. isn't available. Beer drops." Miller Lite's Liquid Enhancer graces other light beers liquid with the irreplaceable enhancer. taste of a fine pilsner. Simply squeeze your beer drops into twelve ounces of beer, take a sip, and enjoy more beer taste. Uh, so I secured three bottles. Uh, the instructions are as follows: open lid of beer drops. Okay, check. Squeeze half bottle of beer drops into half a bottle. Half a bottle into other light. They're not beer. that big. Well, it shouldn't be called
0: beer drops. It should be called like pour a bunch of weird shit your, your beer. other
3: light beer should now have more beer taste step four consider the life choices you made that got you here so uh you know let's see if this national miller light uh brand can what do we want to dose up with well, it hold on before we get into it as
2: the uh, the owner of a homebrew shop i want you to just speculate on what what, what the fuck it, is this
0: what is in there <laughs> If Your I favor. had to guess it's some kind of like hop extract, hop, hop extract. <laughs> makes like a barley extract or something. Uh I'm actually gonna guess it's mostly probably really watered down glycerin that they're tar- how much are they charging <laughs> for this? I'm gonna guess it's a whole lot of water. It's like three bucks a pop. In a in marketing.
1: This is not a like April Fool's beer. It came
0: me me. April,
3: well, it, it it's a well it's a gimmick for <laughs> like national it's, it's, a, it's a gimmick for national beer day that happened in, in April. We don't know anything about um, gimmicks. Yeah, not at all. So um Jesse, let's uh, let's try this together. I actually I it
0: all over myself. <laughs> That's a cheese. <geez. laughs> no officer. Well it's so
1: It smells like Miller Lane here.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Beardrops. Like,
1: it, it
2: smells
3: it smells medicinal. it's it little... just beer drops, salty. I swear. All right, let's oh, see. So wrong. Let's see if we can improve. <laughs> is which is going to be hard to do because Louisville Taylor we all love, right? Everybody likes it. It's but everything so could always be better. But everything could be better. <laughs> yes, so let's yes. see if Miller Lite has done this. So I'm going to pour mine into mine, Jesse. Uh, is, got that, healthy. is that a Louisville? Yep. Oh, it just tastes
0: mildly salty. I'll let you put in whatever amount. It, it was you want it's a Louisville. Now it's a little
3: Walkie. Now it's a bastardization. A little walkie. Little, little walkie.
0: walkie.
3: <laughs> if you need more we, that's a we, star wars character right? I
0: like the it, it carved up oh there we
3: go look at that Yeah, you're there's, just, a there's gotta be some salt
1: in there
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start with the drops in the container you oh know what God. it is you
0: know what it smells like it just smells like fucking monosodium glutamate Glutamate smells like MSG okay fucking
2: chemist tell us what that it's means it's MSG oh I
0: thought it
1: was
2: MSG I, half a it bottle it smells like
1: homebrew shop honestly it's got just like it a smells like malt extract yeah yeah
3: Half a bottle takes away the way you're squeezing long, that makes me really break. uncomfortable. Well, how I can't just it's like you're milking the Miller Lite. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I'm milking this market. Oh, campaign. Jesse did the taste test.
0: I, t- I, t- I got <laughs> some off of my hand, it doesn't taste like anything, it just tastes like mildly. Uh, it,
3: it took away uh bitterness of the pale ale,
1: it really flattened
3: it out. It yeah. smells like barley, like it t- it, yeah,
1: yeah, it, adds. I'm saying it
0: smells like a, like a homebrew shop, like a bunch of extract. You could also be smelling the homebrew shop. <laughs> we, should, we don't really have, like, fresh palates. But no, that's that must be what it is. It's some kind of, like, really mild, watered-down malt extract. My question is, oh. why? <laughs> I don't know why. What the fuck, why? I mean, novelty, I guess. Like, who's buying this? Aside yeah. from suckers who have beer podcasts. Alcoholics
1: <laughs> that have ankle monitors yeah, and right. have to drink water when they drive home from work.
3: Nobody's buying this. No. But you know what people are doing? Reading stories that say the name Miller Lite on them. Mm-hmm. You no, know, we're doing... Shit, we just, we just <laughs> got to We just got How did they get us again? <laughs> got it. Damn it, Miller. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you had to rate the new beer, what would that look like? The new, um new? <laughs> I would give it...
0: What like so? I would give Louisville Pale Ale just five stars for the category. I would Out give of this. 20? Oh well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm an only five star man. Speaking of five stars, if you guys are listening, we love your reviews on uh, whatever podcast. I'm not a fan of this Luwaki. <laughs> I'm I think giving this it. Is a gimmick. I think this is gross, and I think it's like a mild barley thing with a little bit of like MSG or salt in it. We'll take that from you
1: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm giving it one and a half caps on
3: until Yeah, there you go,
2: Lou walkie. Yeah,
3: you know, I mean, I don't. It's it's not gross. I don't want to go that far. It's but not. it's not. It didn't enhance anything. I mean, it did make it worse. Did you use half a bottle?
0: No. Uh, let's see what uh, I think I, the oh, only I, one, I can
3: put in. Let's say so I've got. You know, maybe two ounces of beer here, and a half a bottle of this still. So you know, there's really only one way to solve this. Let me yeah. uh, just dump the rest of this in. Uh, if we're all like have dysentery after Ugh. this, it tastes like I do love the instant it like malt water. Yeah, yeah, with no hops. over. but a little like smoky. Oh yeah. Oh no, I don't like that <laughs> at all. It's not great. I feel so left out. Oh uh it tastes like a, a dentist's office that's not a bad oh my god
1: oh my god you know what it tastes like it does like, taste like a dentist's office chinese uh like uh fried rice yeah in, the msg day, the day, <laughs> the
0: day, well the day after yeah so, you're yeah. right that yeah that little mallard kind of like oh leftover god. flavor yeah yeah like the, wow.
1: I let's face it i like to use msg in my food it's a flavor
3: yeah. enhancer it's fucking uh, the, the amount that i just put in the beer. <laughs> Is gross. I'm going back it to the so It took away. So it is wild though, because it took away all hop characteristics. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's gone. It just neutralized. It stopped. It's just like flavor for you.
2: So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Miller Light. Uh so that, Miller Light succeeded in do. making beer that tastes like beer
3: taste like not, not beer, beer. Yeah. which yeah. is what Miller Light tastes like. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. rob you of flavor yeah. because we're Miller Light. But like if I put this in Miller Light, it would make Miller Light taste worse. I think that's probably true.
2: That's what we should have done.
3: Just oh, this then. is a better bit.
0: Yeah. What
1: yeah. kind of scientists are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no control. There's no double blind. The all the the control is a little pale. Yeah. Yeah.
1: just squirt in my yeah. mouth like that. Not a, I know, it's kind not of a, a good choice. I kind of regret
2: it. Let's, let's have a better beer. What, what did you bring, Jesse? Oh, are you saying that Blue pale yeah, is Jesse not brought, good uh, enough? The the is not exceeding expectations. We just ruined a damn good beer. Goddamn! Um, <laughs> In yeah. the name of science. Well,
1: where, where do you guys want to go? You guys want to travel to Chicago? You want to travel well, down to Nashville?
0: Let's do Chicago and maybe tell us a little bit about how you got into the whole kind of beer thing. Because you've had a long yeah, wild journey.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, let's crack open a Cruz Blanca. And, and, I'll, and I'll talk about myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the Crispy Chico from Cruz Blanca. Um, my absolute favorite beer brewery in Chicago. Um, I think they, I feel that they're really just doing the best beer. They've got the most creative program. Um, and they're not such a big brewery that they have to like, they're small enough where they can play and have fun yeah, exactly
0: with you beer. Mean.
1: You know, And and that's the thing. It's like, when you're in the industry, everybody thinks that everybody should be doing, like, these crazy funky beers, but you have to sell beers. Um, yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, it, it's about keeping the lights on, right? What Jacob Sombrano, the, the, the head brewer at Cruz Blanca, does very, very well is creates a good beer and has these awesome flavors that go in there. And um, and as we'll taste, like, this is one of my absolute favorite beers of all time is Coco Frio. Um, and It's a seasonal beer every year that I get it, it's just like this magical beer and it's got different adjuncts. And I normally, I'm not a big adjunct guy because I've been scarred by so many yeah.
0: terrible like yeah. ales. But I try to, sh- I try to shit on 450 North <laughs> once at least every episode. So this <laughs> here's, will be that. here's
1: your chance. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Consider yourselves shadow. The, the
1: difference is like Jacob has perfected lagers. Yeah. And he's perfected how he balances his beers out. And like I said before, what I love about Lou is that it's a very well-balanced beer. How do you um, even know these guys? Jacob and I used to work together at um, Goose Island. And nice. for a long time, you guys need a sponsor for these students. I know. <laughs> uh, for the <laughs> longest time, uh, I was getting trying to get Jacob to hang out because I knew that he was a former chef. And I do a lot of fun food stuff. I was always like, hey, man, I started this thing called Mambique. You should come out and hang out. Uh And was always like. (laughs)
2: Like barbecue, but Mambique? There you go.
1: We eat men. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: uh,
1: (laughs) It was this weird thing in the jungle where you had to eat other people. We chose men. You survived. Um, But uh, I would always try to get Jacob to come out and, and cook with us. Because. Thank you. You would talk to the chefs at Goose Island. They're like you know, Jacob, the brewer, used to be a, a chef. And I'm like, or all right, cannibal. hot shot, let's go. Or a cannibal. <laughs> I'm like, "Coming to my cannibal group. <laughs> and we, we never got to hang out. And then when Cruz Blanca, he was poached by a Cruz Blanca. When it opened, we finally, you know, started hanging out. And long story short, we became best friends. Awesome. Um, he's, again, he's super talented right. when it comes to brewing and food. And you could you could see, like, the, there's, like, this intersection yeah. Of food and beer in his beers uh this is a collaboration with another really great brewery orknoi in chicago um this is a, a lager with jicama tahine and lime oh
2: wow i got which, the tahine. is tahine uh, like sesame seed no no it's oh, like uh
1: yeah Tahine is like it's, a it's like dried salt. lime okay. salt mm. and oh, like, okay. dried chilies uh,
3: yeah, oh, yeah. powder. yeah that like makes the chil- sense the, the light chilies are right there. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right up my alley, man. My um, favorite thing in the world is like a michelada in the summer. Like, and that touches on some of those notes. Like, yeah. that's freaking awesome. Uh, Michael- that's fantastic. <laughs> michelada, Michelada.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I do um, every year. We're actually, they're about to brew it. Uh, there's a brewery in Chicago in the suburbs. <clears throat> called More Brewing, and I do a beer called Chula with them. Uh, it was a recipe I came up with based on a snack my grandmother used to give me when I was a kid, oh, nice. which was mango, lime, and tahine. 'Cause when we were kids, like, my, my parents were very much like, Don't be eating like candy and like these like shitty, sugary snacks. Yeah. And you're a kid and you're like, are we, are we poor? Why can't <laughs> we why can't we eat this?
3: <laughs> and my grandma patterns? was just
1: like, Hey, dumbass, have a fruit. And it was like mango, and you're like, Okay, I know what mango tastes like, and then you add lime and then like tahini was like this flavor explosion yeah. in my mouth. I'm like, This is freaking amazing. Hell yeah. Uh and more brewing and I uh, the guys from from there, Aaron Kiefner is Um, they're one of the head honchos over there, really good dude. We used to work together and we reached out to each other just to hang out, catch up. And we like started shooting the shit and he's like, we should brew a beer together. And we met up with John, their, their head brewer at the, their smaller shop. And we're kind of like, it was funny. We we, like tasted a bunch of different beers that we thought we could do together. And when we got together, like none of them seemed to really like hit the mark. We're like, we don't want to do like nothing really excited us. And I was like, you know, my grandma used to give me this snack.
0: That's awesome. And it that. was this. And John oh, yeah, was yeah. like,
1: cool. And then Big Meech, um, they do micheladas. They're based in Chicago as well. Uh, good, good buddies of mine. This is I reached out to them. Michelada. I'm all better. about it.
2: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I mean, like Kentucky is historically like five years behind everything. <laughs> yeah. So like, when so I hear about these actual businesses that exist, I'm like, is that? A thing? They do oh, michel. And awesome.
1: we we were talking. about I love mm-hmm. micheladas. Yeah. And that's something that um i've been talking to the guys since last year at atg about doing like like i really want to do some micheladas and they're like all right yeah do something and so I'm stay like, tuned sounds like it. somebody
3: also wants that
1: <laughs> sounds like a couple of people should do
0: that together. So that sounds like
3: somebody should do that this <laughs> summer all, all right. right uh quick uh,
0: how, well, fast tips for the listeners how do you craft a perfect michelada well what's your what's your mixer it's always like okay the the base
1: beer is important you want something like an a beer that is solid um nice and crispy always it's got to be crispy boy, right so like if you don't have an a beer get a pilsner um like a miller light yeah not like a miller light um, it's well. a fine
3: pilsner what's wrong with
1: that <laughs> give me this where's that <laughs> um having a good base beer but um i've done different recipes um i use a lot of like I use different spices. Mm-hmm. So like I do like an Asian like a an Asian-inspired michelada yeah. mix. I always um, put a
0: little teeny dash of that maggi magi seasoning in oh, there. Oh, yeah, maggi. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that stuff is good. It's funny cuz that is I thought it was Mexican um
0: Yeah, I think it's like a version. It's like a fish sauce almost, isn't
1: it? It, it is. It's it's actually it was it was from it it's in uh, it's an Asian country. I don't remember where. Yeah. I, thought, I always thought it was Mexican because, like, growing up, my grandmother had it, and it was always, like, I had a dashamagi. Yeah. And now, like, as I got into food, it's like, oh, shit, like, I remember this. I remember these flavors. So, but my – my I call it my Thai because it's mostly, that like – sounds good. Thai, <laughs> thai chilies. Uh, I use fish sauce in uh-huh. there, and it's, like, this really cool, uh, savory – and it's got this umami yeah. of a michelada, which michelada should. Um, you know, when you do, like, a regular –
0: Michelada or Bloody Mary there's always Worcestershire. Yep. Um yeah, maji is like if you've ever had it, it's like Worcestershire like on steroids. It's just like yeah. so much more rich Yeah. And like yeah. subtle but hmm. pronounced and instead of like a tablespoon, you just need like two drops and it just makes it pop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um clamato is always yep. that's the like traditional base for that and like what you pile on top of that. Yeah. So for me it was always like clamato. Um I love messing with cucumbers and, and lime obviously like that. Brightens it up. What's and that then, uh,
0: cold soup called? <laughs> they put the like, Spanish, the gazpacho. Gazpacho almost gives me like yeah. a vibe like that. It,
1: it's almost like that. Yeah. Um, so, and, that, and that's the thing. It's like um, I'm not a big Bloody Mary guy. But for whatever reason I'm the same way.
0: I can fuck a Michelada long all yeah. day long. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you know like, I mean? people that <laughs> love Bloody Mary again. I can fuck with Micheladas all day long. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. better. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't know what I do in <laughs> if my you free fuck
2: time. A Michelada versus fucking with Micheladas. Yeah,
1: I thought this was a judgment freeze zone. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. i just
2: I want to be clear on what we're fucking with.
1: <laughs> uh Michelada. What are we fucking? What are we fucking with? Yeah. Uh is it distinct.
0: I'll also shout out Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix That makes it fine michelada. It's a good Good yeah. base When you need it I like it that's, They sell See, it in cans too
1: So that's the thing It's like micheladas. Uh, as a Mexican male You grow up in like You know There's always an uncle That, that knows how to make The best michelada, yeah. Right So curiosity Always gets the best of me I'm like I want to make my own I don't need someone To make it for me Yeah And then the guys From Big Meech Decided like They were just like me Like oh yeah Your drunk Mexican uncle Makes the best Hangover cure right so they started bottling it Nice, that's and they awesome. do a bunch of different flavors. They do like a really nice mango one. They do a cucumber one. And it's like, again, stuff that I was already making, but they decided to like bottle it. And then we got together and we were like this close to partnering up. And I was going to essentially bring my recipes to Nashville because they're like, yeah, we'll bottle it for you. Um, they just couldn't get the ingredients that they needed down in Nashville. So they stayed in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's something that's, kind of still in the works. We're, we're like I guess we're good friends and yeah. um, we want to work together. And I'm like, I, I want to bring Micheladas to, well now Louisville, you know, cause I live in Nashville, but I'm, I'll be up here permanently uh, around August. Nice. So I'm kind of like, I want to bring this totally. down with me, Yeah, you know, and we're talking yeah. about it. Um, you know, and there's, there's a, they actually do a beer with a brewery up in Chicago. Um, there's a brewery called Casa Humilde, and it's owned by a few Mexican dudes. And they're, they're like, adding, like, their Mexican kind of spin uh, on, on beer. And they did a couple of different Michelada beers. Um, so I, I thought it was okay. I wasn't kind of, People like... People
0: always just associate Mexican beers with, like, I guess Corona is, like, the biggest example. Yeah. But there really is, like, a whole... Um, scene of kind of blending beer and food and like that whole kind of culture that works together it's yeah.
2: some of the most delicious things on the planet yeah that's what i was going to get back to you were talking about beer inspired or uh, food inspired beers mm-hmm. rather and yeah. how you like make those two meet and like as soon as i looked at the label and salt and i'm like Okay, I get that because that's just you just buy the yeah. bottle of tahini. Yeah. you just put it on everything in your yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, you know
1: the this is made with jicama, tahini and what else? Like, what was the? It's just lime? lime. Yeah, yeah, and that that also is a quick snack. Like, that's yeah. another thing that my grandma used to make. I used to hate hickama um, because I'm like it's, it just doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, and then you add lime to it, it's amazing. Pops you off. add hickama and yeah. lime, now it's like. When you were talking about
2: adjunct beers, when you were <clears throat> opening it, and I was like, "I don't know what this is," and then it poured out all light and yellow, and I was
0: like, "What, what, heck, what adjunct yeah. are you talking about?" And like, this is great. Yeah, it's awesome. really I good. It. I love it too. I, uh,
3: I you know, I, I'm I consider myself pretty well traveled, but I do have to make a confession, and that is that I've really never spent any significant time in Chicago before. We're what that's five terrible. five and a half hours away.
0: Yeah, we're, we're a not weekend, even
3: four and a half five hours away. It traffic drive, or whatever. It's like five hours. Uh, and uh, in traffic, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's so close. That's a that's a three-day weekend. So easy. Hell, even just a two-day weekend.
1: I mm-hmm. am okay. If you guys wanna pick a weekend, I will be your tour guide up there. Oh. Honestly, like food, drink, I yeah, I will take you yeah, I need on it. like a Jesse weekend of Chicago. Uh, we'll probably have heart attacks by, <laughs> by the Sunday morning. We'll business write off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. We'll need a defibrillator and, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, yeah, there'll be a medical bill. Patreon dollars. At work. <laughs> yeah, <right.
3: That's laughs> Patreon <doing> saves
2: lives. angioplasty <laughs> <pretty>
3: <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, I, 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 I I've, right. had. I've had Chris Blanca before. I actually just had them recently though. A, a month ago, I think it was with David and our friend John. And, yeah. uh, I was, I loved what I had. It was a Mexican lager, no adjuncts. Mexico just, calling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just fantastic.
1: Yeah, again, like I said, Jacob does this thing um, where, and he's the most humble guy you'll ever meet. I, again, I, I truly believe and feel that he's making the best beer in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, his
2: the food there too. Yeah, the food's yeah, amazing.
1: Great. He does these bourbon barrel aged beers, and every year, I, I think his beers are better than Bourbon County South, and he's won, I think, maybe two years in a row there's been a panel that did like a blind tasting of all the different Chicago bourbon barrel aged That's beers. Cool. And he's, <clears throat> he won idea. two years ago, I don't know if he won last year, but he he just puts so much care and craft into what he does. Um, and it's it's cool to taste, you know, where his head's at. And um, you know, him and I like, it, it's 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 interesting because like we go back and forth when it comes to his beer, I love all his beers, but he's
0: so like hard on himself. He's like,
1: he, he's like, Most brewers are like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: they better be everybody's their own yeah. worst critic honestly yeah.
0: i have to tell other people all the time like yeah it's like if you if you got this somewhere else you'd probably be really happy with it but if you know that you made it or like you always are looking just well, kind of like you were saying with that thing just like you have this idea in your head i want it to be like this thing that my grandma made for me like yeah. it's connected to a memory and that's the fun part about getting more knowledge just about how it is made and like that's not saying everybody should go out there and become a brewer but just being more mindful when you do drink a new beer and, like, yeah. you know, if you, if the brewer's there, those, those people, they'll love – you feel like you might be annoying them, but most of those people would love to talk to you for 20 minutes about how they crafted this or whatever just because there always is that story. But, yeah, just that that quest for perfection yeah. uh, or the chasing of the windmills or whatever. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know,
1: perfection none of us will ever uh, achieve, right? Yeah. And I feel that people that think they're per- well, besides you, the <laughs> us, us normal humans, um, you know when, when when people have that attitude, especially brewers like the know it alls, that's mm-hmm. so off putting. Uh, last year, after Fobab, I was at Cruz Blanca, and there was I saw you there.
0: Yeah, that's the festival cool. of barrel aged beer. Yep,
1: wood and wood barrel aged. Yeah, w is uh, <laughs> silent. <laughs> okay, Fobab. Um, Fobab. Yeah. But we were, we we're hanging out, and we had we're celebrating Jacob won a gold medal for one of his beers. So we were doing shots of mezcal. They, Cruz Blanca's got great mezcal. Hell yeah. So we were kind of on that tipsy side and a brewer from another brewery came in and they were also they also had won a, a medal and there, there was like this arrogance. Uh, it just really like was so off putting where I'm like, I tasted a beer and yeah. I'm, like, I'm like you know it, it was fine it's like it, people
0: who like the smell of their own farts in a oh, way it's totally. like yeah right. but
1: it, it was like this like fake humility and it was just like oh, you know I'm I'm just so happy for the other guys that won so you know when we came up with this <laughs> recipe and it's like dude just, just don't have even a beer, say that man. just be like yeah. hey man this is a goddamn good beer I yeah. made it blah blah but it was so like I just want to thank the other guys, yeah. the, the little guys out there, you know.
0: Oh, hey, man, some brewers are artists. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you get like that, like artist and some of them. Yeah, there's it's an interesting mix of people. Yeah. Um, everybody's usually cool. I don't know anybody who's like a giant D-bag in the beer world. Um, oh, what's our friend?
3: K- what's our friend Greg say?
0: <laughs> you have to remind me.
3: I mean, our, our friend from from Stone. Oh yeah! So much. Uh, oh, you well, mean beer Jesus? he might
0: be beer one Jesus. of the exceptions, but I bet he's no, still... no. His
3: his famous quote is that, that there are no no assholes, right? That's, oh. that's the thing that he's <laughs> that's that's funny. Saying. Actually, I did not know that. That's you. Really you funny. guys want
1: to hear a funny uh, stone brewing story? Yes. Let's continue that trend. We <laughs> were out we were out in San Diego, and we went over to their the, the big facility they have, right? And I had reached out. I'm I'm just I've, I've been a big beer nerd for a long time, and when I worked at Goose, you know, some people were like. Why do you want to come visit us? In the beginning, I ran a program, um, a national event program. So like we'd be all over the country and being a beer nerd, I was like, Oh man, I had beer from this place. I want to check it out. Yeah. Um, and first it was like, aren't you ever, don't you ever get sick of like going to these different breweries? I'm like, no, like if you taste the beer, I like to see where it's being made. Yeah, totally. Me too. You you get to meet people and see the space and you just kind of get like this story behind it. We go to stone and I was never crazy about stone spear. Like just honestly, like I was, but they're the big boys and we're down there and made some calls or wholesaler helped us out a little bit. We got into the place and they were showing us around and, uh, this, the the lab manager comes out and she says, hi. And the guy from stone that was with us, he's like, Oh, these, this is Jesse. This is a team from goose Island. She goes, Oh my God, I love your beer. (laughs) She looks around and goes, we're not allowed to say that. Wow. Oh no. We like your beer. Wow. But that was when when Gregon was on this like self imposed like sabbatical, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Which yeah. I was like, what's a sabbatical? What? What? Hey, can I do that? Yeah. Uh, so it was just really funny where I'm like, it, and it wasn't. It was like a real kind of like she looked around like, I hope nobody heard that I like a brewery that's that crazy. He like,
2: that's crazy. Despises
1: he like he and the the founder of Goose Island uh, John Hall. You couldn't meet a nicer, more genuine like, yeah. fan of beer, you know. He he was amazing. So uh it, it was just funny, like seeing this poor woman like shit. I just gave props to them. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm like, funny. Culture's I will tell this story. Yeah. And I do it a <laughs> lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you know, that that like drinking the Kool-Aid like type thing, it's that can happen. Yeah.
1: It you know, and it's stuff like that where um when when you work in the industry, like it has to I feel that if you work in the industry, you have to have love for it right mm-hmm. like you have to have love for beer whether it's making it marketing it whatever it is but there's got to be some kind of like level where you come in where like there's love and you go to you have an experience like that where it starts to like sour you a bit yeah and um
2: when how did they like so so much of beer is experiential and like what well, we talk about a lot it's like the community behind it really built it up yeah so like it, outside of work is that person allowed to say mm-hmm. like i like that? you know what i mean yeah. like is and Greg
3: it, monitoring their social media? Yeah, like, well, you, I, you I would not this. doubt it.
1: I mean, there's there's people that it do
3: seems go to like steals, extremely you yeah. know, like yeah. wait, your untapped ratings for Stone beers aren't five. Yeah. Do they have a gahapo <sighs> department? It's like the
0: Gestapo, but uh, you're going to edit that. that out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't edit. We should, <laughs> yeah, we should, but we don't. <laughs> but um, I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, if like. It, we actually talk about work here on this podcast a lot, but uh, I mean, you you can't take a personality just for the company you work for.
1: No. Yeah. Period.
0: Yeah.
2: If you did that, coming into Against the Grain,
1: I'd be the biggest jerk. You know the guys that own that
2: place. Uh, <laughs> you can't outdo them. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't.
0: I, I love. I do love the personalities uh, behind Against the Grain, like the <laughs> the yeah, even like the founding people, but then like all the team that they've built over the years and the people who have come and gone, like. I don't know one person who works at Against the Grain that I don't think is freaking awesome and yeah. like, fun to have a beer with.
1: Well, so I'll tell a quick story. None of my stories are quick, so I'm lying. <laughs> because, um, the, the reason I work at Against the Grain is I actually met Sam almost a decade ago. Sam Cruz, uh, one of the owners of, of Against the Grain. Um, so this is when I was traveling for Goose Island, and I was meeting all these different owners, and like, I was hearing these stories like of the you know the, the beer Jesuses of the world. <laughs> So I happen to have an event here in Louisville and there was a couple people that were supposed to run that event and they legit were like, Hey, it's this barbecue event, which was, it was Cochon 555 Oh yeah, at 21 C. And uh, they're like, Hey, we, we want you to help us out with this event. I said, what do you need from me? And they said, you don't have to do anything. You're the, you're the meat guy. Like you, you just want you to like shake hands, kiss babies. Right. And I was like, cool. And it was this one guy, I won't say who it is. And he's, partner. And she was kind of, she was an educator for Goose. And she was supposed to set it up. Uh, and I said, and we're going to get a, a brand ambassador. I said, all right, great. So then a the day before they're like, Hey, so-and-so is sick. So she can't do it. I was like, Oh, that's okay. Like it's still you and the brand ambassador and I. And he goes, well, uh, I didn't get a brand ambassador because you were coming with them. Like I was going to shake babies and kiss hands. I thought. Yeah. And then I said, well, then it's us two. We can, to handle it, and then he said, "Well, no, no, no. Like I can't go because he's sick. <laughs> <great>. Oh no!" <laughs> so I came by myself, and I was like, "I can handle it." I, yeah. I ended up going uh, to the smokehouse, against the grain smokehouse on Maine, and I've always been a fan of ATG, you know, and I, I always loved the artwork and like the yeah, just how irreverent they were, right? Yep. So I go in there and I'm having I'm having a beer and start talking this guy, and he's like, "Oh, what are you in town for?" Like, "Oh, I work for a brewery, and we're doing this event." <laughs> What brewery? I told him it was Goose, and he's like, "Oh, where's the rest of your team?" I said,
2: "You're, <laughs> You're looking, looking at him. It. <laughs> and he goes,
1: You're going to need help." And I said, "I'm fine." And he asked the bartender what she was doing after work. She said, "No plans." He goes, "I need you to go help this guy. That's awesome. I'll pay you and I'll pay you tips." And I was like, "Who the That's who Sam Cruz. this guy. <laughs> yeah. like, and I asked him, I was like, "Who are you?" You know, like, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'm Sam Cruz. This is my place." And I'm yeah. like, "Dude, you know, so to have someone like that,
0: yeah."
1: Uh, be so willing to help out a complete stranger, you know, like that's the other side of that, that stone spectrum. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and
1: it was like, he's like, look, man, he's like, I, I've been a fan of goose Island cause I, he went to school up in see at, at Siebel and he's like, I'm just helping someone out. Yeah. And that moment right there, like him and I became friends and every time I would travel down to Nashville, um, you know, I'd always stop here. And, and whenever I was here, you know, we'd make time to hang out and just catch up. Um and, you know, when was it two years ago, I was on in Nashville visiting my girlfriend. And the first time we hung out, I'm like, Hey, I want to go visit Louisville. Do you want to join me? She said, yeah, sure. We went, we came up here and I was like, I want you to meet someone. And it was Sam. So when the time came, I was in Nashville, uh, I wasn't working for anybody. And I, I was like being interviewed by this other, uh, hospitality group in Nashville and the woman happened to know me or know of my work cause she worked for a B at some point. So she's like, you're the guy that ran the migration week thing. I said, yeah, she goes, Oh my God. So then they were ready to, to offer me a job. And then <laughs> Sam put something on social media, like looking for like a marketing maven or something stupid like yeah.
3: that. <laughs> Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Positive attitude. A must.
1: So I immediately was like, are you seriously looking for a marketing person? Didn't even consider me. He's like, I did not think you want to work up here. I'm like, I want to hear about this job. And we chatted and it was between ATG and this big ass restaurant group down there. Yeah. And my girlfriend was like, he was one of your first friends that I met. Yeah. You've like spoken so highly, like, you know, you don't want this other job. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. But I can make so much more money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and here I am. And I don't regret it, man. No, I, 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 I love ATG. You, yeah. I love Sam. I love that. The team is just, they're so different and they're so um, great. The grain. They're all against the grain.
0: <laughs>
3: I yeah. never, I never put that together. I didn't get it. <laughs> it's
1: You're the long against
3: the <laughs> grain. Uh, no, what's really funny about that? I mean, if you said you met him about ten years ago, that's right around the time that they opened against the grain. Yeah, which means that he already had the kindness of his heart. Yeah, that like we all know kind <clears> of <throat> has like that he already was just like, hey, another brewery's in help. We can help.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's like again, you know, when I talk about loving beer, um, it's like loving community and loving everything that that beer uh encompasses right and Sam Cruz is like one of those great advocates like you go anywhere in the country yep and if you're like against the grain people go oh I know uh one of the owners yeah and I always know it's yes, Sam so. I'm like is it
0: Sam <laughs> you're like yeah you I'm know I'm pretty sure the first day we opened up here uh he just came in and just like wanted to say hey congratulations yeah and he's he like I haven't in like a while I'm just gonna buy some stuff yeah so pretty probably didn't even brew but he just like talked and eventually he'll drink a beer with you and give you good life and business advice. And like, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good dude. That's Sam Cruz. It's funny too, because uh, beer Jesus has the persona of like, Hey man, like I just, the stone dude just want everybody to get along behind the scenes. Everybody says he's an asshole. Sam, especially when they first like he's, he's softened a bit in his, uh, in his middle age. I, uh, <laughs> but back in the day he had like a big, like fuck you attitude. And I don't like, think that's lost. <laughs> well It's still there. Yeah, you know, all, but all I'm saying is like, but then you, you know, you meet the person and it's like the nicest, most like giving person,
3: the yeah. most not ego driven, well, like not in the bad way, ego driven person in the world. I remember uh, going to Fort Collins a couple of years ago and I went to go visit Purpose Brewing and Purpose. Uh, Purpose. Uh And it was opened by the guy mm-hmm. that pretty much founded New Belgium Sour Program, Peter Picardy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just talking to him and. Him, I was visiting from Kentucky, come up there often, and, and he was like, Oh, Louisville, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Louisville. I was like, Against the Grain, nice. I was like, yeah, Yep, yep, just totally. like Sam Cruz, great guy, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's funny. Um, because I've again I, I've been friends with Sam for a while now, and he would post stuff on social media. I'm like, Man, shouldn't be that. My, my, <laughs> my buddy's posting some stuff, <laughs> and now I'm working with him, but he's he has softened, you know, like, yeah. uh, and and I, I know he's, like, he's maybe, like, ruffled feathers. But at the end of the day, it's, like, I'd be a complete hypocrite if I said I was an angel yeah, on social media. Right. I, like, to this day, like, some of the funnest things I do are, like, troll breweries where I'm, like, come on, man. And if I, like, if I've got a few extra minutes and I've got Adobe programs open, I'm, like, now I've got to make this meme.
3: Right.
1: Look what you made me do. I didn't want to do this. You made me do this. That's so it's not my fault. Today. <laughs> And the thing is, like, I, I I'm not malicious. Like, I it's for me, it's, it's totally like kind of like, fun, right? yeah, it's yeah. like it's like poking the bear. Not even yeah. it, it, right. it's poking the panda. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. hey, like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or the koala that sleeps 18 hours a day. You're like, yeah.
1: hey, <laughs> <laughs> you idiot, you're a junkie, because uh, koalas are addicted yeah. to uh, what, what, you, you like, like this. Them. Yeah, yeah,
2: high as fuck. Yeah, so but speaking of um, Adobe and things you like, you you did. Bring something that you love. <laughs> other yeah, than the beer. other half of show and tell. It's show and tell. Yeah. yeah. Show and tell. I stars. brought a, so you camera. Shared a
0: beer that you love, which is fantastic.
1: I brought like 20 beers. So yeah, I'm not alcoholic. True. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I brought a camera. I, I'm always, I take this everywhere now, you know, and I'm just like, I just snap, snap away. Yeah.
2: And want to take a group photo.
1: Yeah. I will. We'll, we'll do it. What's, uh, what, what body are you working with there? It's the, uh, EOS RP 16 millimeter lens so it's it's like almost like a poor man's extra wide angle it, it yeah. works though it works is
2: that like a polaroid or...
1: <laughs> yeah they it, right over here this little slot <laughs> it it's, it's, out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold on hold on let's get in here boys we're taking the photo right now not everybody takes their selfies on a canon wouldn't it be amazing if the power went out right now fantastic oh and i also wore my socks hat because it's another thing i really really love Freaking awesome. Great. Yeah, the best thing about a canon is that click sound. You don't get that yeah. on a cell phone. Like you get that little fake like Shh-sh-weep. Yeah, they try yeah. to like trick you.
1: <laughs> oh the shutter. <laughs> yeah, like, so like, people are stupid. Don't believe anything. We'll do this sound. And people will be like, oh great, it's a camera.
2: Oh, we need to uh, we need to call back our camera sound guy. Is he
1: around? <laughs> uh, people aren't liking it. Jim, his... get over here. Make yeah. that camera sound again.
0: What's yeah. your uh, interest in photography? You, what, what, I'm sorry? When did you get into photography?
1: Uh, Man, I, I did like a, like, I, did, I think I did a, col- a college course, like a photo 101. Yeah. And I learned how to actually like develop film and stuff. And I was always a big history nerd and Chicago history uh, and architecture nerd in Chicago. So like when I was young, I would just like to go out and snap way too many photos. Yeah.
0: Especially if you're in Chicago. Yeah. Tons of good light yeah, yeah. and tons of good architecture
1: and I, I i do a lot well i used to do uh when i was in shape a, a lot of urban exploration yeah so like pretty much breaking into things because i was fascinated with old like light fixtures and like wood banisters and spray um, paint. what's it? did you bring spray paint <laughs> i never paint i was never i'm not a good artist like <laughs> i could tell people i could be like hey this is what i want you know like with my tattoos i'm always like this is what i want but i want you to do it because i can't do it right and and that's how it is like with with art i'm like this, I know exactly what I want, but I cannot do it. So yeah. I'm a good art director. Sure. Not a good artist. But yeah, like I, when you when you break into things, it's like fun. Because like... am oh, it's a,
0: adventure. Yeah, Oh, totally. dude.
1: I, I'm afraid of heights, but I get really excited to like break in really tall buildings. Yeah. Because it's like a, it's a rush. And there's a one of my favorite places to... Uh, trespass uh, <laughs> in <laughs> Chicago. Tresp- <laughs> Visit. <laughs> it's just like it's this lift bridge. It's the, the tallest lift bridge in Chicago. Oh, cool, and it is the best view of Chicago because you can look when you look north, you see the downtown, you see like the highways, and the lake is on the on the right, which is the east, you know. And then you can look south and see how flat that is compared to yeah the downtown buildings. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I
0: love I love that. So I may, I mean, I can't get arrested for. Something I did before, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah no, I, it's a statute of limitations. Yeah, definitely yeah. can't get arrested. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you can't get arrested in this right? only— ha- All this happened in Minecraft, by the way. So well, I mean, go <laughs> like...
2: everyone listens to this podcast, so this is going to be <laughs> a public knowledge. Greg Cook
0: is probably going to, to be like, this guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. You oh, work for Against the Grain. Yeah, you work for Against the Grain. We arrested man. We see a company's named Stone, you know. And that
3: one employee who said something nice about Goose? Yeah. I'm gonna get, pro- get him gone. Fired. Yeah. Fired.
2: You you uh, you sued one of our finest, Greg uh, Sawstone Brewing.
3: Yeah. Who does a great Kentucky Common, by the way? That's right. I have a barrel aged Kentucky Common by them in the fridge. Uh, it's it's a it's a good one. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but uh, to that point, should we get it? Uh, if we're gonna talk about Kentucky Commons, we're talking uh, about it. I'm excited for the. Is it com- what, Common Fest?
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'll be on April the 30th, I think? April 30th. April 30th, the last day of April in Frankfurt. And we're starting small this year, so it's not going to be, you know, like tailspin scale or anything like that. But there will be a gathering of Kentucky breweries all showing off their take on the Kentucky Common. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's not going to be any better in there. Plus, my dad will drink it if we don't.
1: I would Damn avoid much. using <laughs> the, the, uh, the gathering or a gathering when you're referring to I'm going to show up with Fago.
2: <laughs> well good news guys the name is Kentucky Bourbon oh, Kentucky
3: Yeah so this is this is made by Sawstone uh you know it's it's a 9 point or just a regular 9 regular 9% barrel aged <laughs> yeah, Kentucky really common mean, most of that picked up from uh, the barrel it, you know this is this is really a, a unique situation cuz typically the the Kentucky common is Been known sure. traditionally and historically as a as a lighter type beer something that you could you know, more of a dark cream ale yeah uh something that you wouldn't traditionally age but that being said there have been a lot of people some yeah who even work for folks in this room that that do barrel age kentucky commons
0: yeah
3: uh against the grain has one called uh, a Louisville proper louval proper That's right plenty. i love that uh pappy
1: uh louval proper pappy is no longer Louisville proper pappy okay because uh well
3: because there aren't that many Pappy Pappy stuff, yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. But they're very nice about it. They're very much like, hey, don't use their name when you are marketing. Uh, but yeah, we we did a Louisville proper, the Louisville proper uh, barrel aged in Pappy uh, barrels.
0: So for people listening, this is the Kentucky Commons Radio Hour. So obviously, the Kentucky yeah. Common beer is a style very close to all of our hearts. Sure. Months ago, or maybe even years ago at this point, Michael <clears throat> took the initiative to. Almost. Uh, basically, you you kind of had the thought like. Listen. No uh, state has an official state beer style. Sometimes, like there have been, uh, like Budweiser has petitioned Utah, yeah, to yeah. try to make Bud Light the official beer Listen, of Utah. There's,
3: there's every beer that you've had, even you know, for the most part, the idea of it, the base beer came from somewhere else in the world. Yeah, uh, they all, they all originated from other it's places. It's a Pilsner from Pilsen. It's a right. cult from Colon, yeah. Colon. They make those. Yeah, uh, yeah. and Crunch so the, there, oh.
0: there are yeah. two... <laughs> if you can pronounce it, I'm impressed.
3: There are two beers that are indigenous to the United States. One is the Kentucky Common, one yep. is the California Common. We are literally only one of two states out of 50 that can own a beer style. Yeah, yeah but Michael the uh, IPA
2: American it's like you pronounce it, Ipa. <laughs> India, IPA. India Ipa. India. Ipa. India. No, but
3: American pale ale. I mean, no, we're just not even claiming it as a country. It, okay, it came from somewhere else. Who cares? You know. <laughs> I mean, the New, New England, American I don't care. Yeah. Uh, New England is a state. There there is a, a st- state XYZ. All around, whether it's a tree, song, a soda, tree,
0: dog fart, hell, I yeah. think in the <laughs> during
3: the Nixon administration, almost every state claimed milk as its national beverage yeah, or, yeah. or its state beverage. Times <laughs> <That tangent laughs> changed. Yeah, and and I will say that I think Kentucky, you know, God bless Al Eight, that's the official soda of Kentucky. Yep. So, thinking about all those things is like, well, why don't we have more ownership of this beer style that we claim? Yeah. One of those issues is education. It's uh, it's something that people just don't know about. Like even people in beer don't know about this style. Uh, certainly not somebody in Frankfurt. Yeah, uh, knows anything about the style and the historical importance of it, or even just like the cool facts. It's like yeah, you can probably drink this in seven to ten days after brewing it. Yeah, which is kind of. And I'll, rare I'll say the other
0: argument too. Like the California common, everybody knows kind of about that, but they Anchor. probably don't because they think it's Anchor beer. Anchorstein. Yeah, and when Anchor started that, they were very. I don't know if they were litigious, but they were uh, slightly aggressive. Oh, my God. Guys, in case you can't tell, it is a
3: severe thunderstorm outside it's right now. It's the end of the world. Yeah, well, it's better, than a, it's better than a tornado. Uh, so we are dealing with some inclement weather here in Louisville, Kentucky today. Uh, but, you know, we'll be fine. We're, we'll just keep recording if the lights go off. Yeah. We're, we're not uh, dead. We're we have power. battery power. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, probably uh, close to a year, nine months or 12 months ago, I just put it out there into the ether. Uh, which was a great piece, by the way. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. it was just like, hey guys, I really enjoyed it because yeah.
1: I've I've liked the style even yeah. as a newbie to this before moving down here. Um, sh- you know, sh- not to interject, but wow, like Chicago, please. like Cream were like that was what people drank. Yeah, that was like the working man's beer. Yeah. Like like Porters were in England back in the day. Like Cream were that. Uh but yeah, nobody had a Kentucky Common.
3: You know, yeah. outside of Kentucky, obviously, nobody had. A beer like this. So I, I put it into the to the ether of the of the internet and said, Hey, listen, we have this style. We can own it. It's Kentucky's. We all love Kentucky, right? Like everybody in Kentucky. Oh yeah. If brother. there's one thing that we're proud of, it's being Kentuckians. Yep. Uh, don't don't make fun of us like I'm that. Not I'm not making fun. That's how I celebrate. Um, don't, like, don't claim your heritage. I kiss like, my cousin I my don't name. celebrate. <laughs> I don't even particularly like Ailate that much. Yeah. Um, I used to, I used to work for them in a way in a way. Yeah. But like I'm still very proud Kentucky, oh, totally. Kentucky right. basketball that's like my lifeblood um so if there's one thing that Kentuckians are is the we're proud of things that come from Kentucky yeah hell Louisville claims disco balls yeah and cheeseburgers when was the last time you bought a disco ball I have never bought one obviously but guess what do
1: enough cocaine <laughs> In a few
3: weeks yeah but, but guess what I'm all for disco balls um <laughs> So, I, I put it out into the internet. I was like, hey, Governor Bashir, uh, I don't know if you can do this, but through executive order, you should just name this the official state beer style of Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and nobody owns it. It's not like Bob. By... Nobody can own it. Like, yeah, exactly. no, literally, nobody can own it. It's except the common for us. The commonwealth, the common it, man's beer. It's, it's, it's Kentucky's. Uh, so, that started picking up some steam, started making the media rounds, um, started getting some attention. Uh, there were, a couple of different, uh, snafus along the way. Uh, one was like, Hey, is this something that the governor's office can even do officially? Do we need to go through the general assembly, uh, for, you know, the, the Kentucky state house? Well, it's nice to see, uh, executives
0: putting checks on their own power in the year 2020.
3: <laughs> yeah. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we are getting to a point now where whether it's, The the breweries that are embracing it more as a style that they can brew and own. It really has taken um, off. Yeah, I'm seeing it more and more. Uh, I think several have just like, and Fall City always
2: had one. Yep. Against the Grain, traditionally, didn't always have one. um,
1: No, what's
3: the other, um, oh man, it's, what's the other brewery? I mean, it was was a Kentucky Common, but yeah, it was. Oh, the Common Canoodle. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, noodling yeah.
2: now, I'm like, trying to think
1: of the, the brewery that is, it's off of,
0: um, it, it'll it'll come true sure. I mean,
2: locally, at least, like several of the breweries have even like just thrown their hands in the pot. And so let's try this. Yes. It's ours. Uh Holsapfel does a great one. Fantastic. It's Mops. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Ertles, That's what you're thinking of. They have the original Ertles. Yeah. She does
0: like the, what, 18 20 20 recipe yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leah was instrumental in making that known too. So we have to shout out Apocalypse in the whole story. Yeah. She and, wrote the co-wrote the guidelines for the BJCP about like when they brought it back and like defined it. And she's done so much historical research about the yeah. recipe.
3: And we're brewing one tomorrow. We're, we're we're brewing yeah, we're, we're brewing one with a uh, gallant box. So, you know, it's it, people are starting to take notice. Um, hell, even outside of Louisville in, in Richmond, Kentucky with Dreaming Creek. They've been uh, great, shout out to yeah. Patrick. Like he did a, a collab really with uh, Dancaster yeah. in, in the UK. So, like, even internationally, the style is starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, so suffice to say, people are starting to take note, and um, it did eventually reach uh, out to the to the governor's office. Uh, shout out Bashir. We've the, also Daddy learned what Andy. it's like trying to get the legislature to do things. It's uh, it's difficult. It's yeah. not going to happen overnight, uh, <laughs> but there is a temporary solution that we're going to have. Um, so our friends at Sig Lusher in in Frankfurt, um, they are working. Dylan makes it fire Kentucky common. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And so they're they're working on, uh, on creating. A, a common fest Kentucky common fest, centered right around the Derby uh, time when like all the spotlight is on our state anyway yep just as an appreciation is like hey listen this is something that we make we should be proud of yep uh, there will be a an official proclamation I believe uh, of the Kentucky common being the official state beer style of Kentucky that's very exciting multiple breweries from around the state will be be there uh, there will be a uh, judging component component of the of the beer too. I think we're we'll do a live podcast from
0: the judging night. So for listeners, that'll be coming yeah. out the week after or so.
3: Well, you guys shouldn't be judging people. That's not nice. It's it's not very nice. I just gave everybody five stars. <laughs> that is what my
0: grandma said. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: uh, so anyway, shout out to uh, Kentucky Common. Uh, yeah, I'm not the first person that's been a, a you know a cheerleader for the style. Uh, but, uh, I legitimately think that if we want to grow as a beer state, just like bourbon is such a good product of Kentucky, like the
0: Kentucky common is just like beer is kind of bourbon's little brother in Kentucky, like, you know, whatever, like bourbon is freaking huge. Uh, but the Kentucky common is they, the style was kind of defined because they were using a lot of the stuff that was cheap around here because it was so available because of all the distilleries. Um, and it's a lot of the same adjuncts. Uh, there's usually a high component of corn. Um, there's usually some roasted malt to kind of offset our acidic water around here and just add a little bit of depth of flavor. Um, and it's just quick turnover. It's light, it's drinkable. People will debate till the end of the earth, whether it was sour or not. But one of the things that's been really cool recently, uh, and that a lot of breweries are really kind of, this is what we're drinking now is a barrel aged version can take a common. Like you were saying earlier, it's just designed to be a light. It's a drinking man's beer. Yeah. Just like a dark cream ale is really all it is. But if you take those things and put them in barrels and let it develop some, like, Kentucky barrel culture, is that an Instagram account that somebody owns? Probably. Um, They get very interesting to me. And I would love sourness to come back into this as it does, like, sit in a barrel for 18 months and, like, age and funkify. Like, what's that Russian River dark sour that they do? Sacrification or something. Not that. Uh, uh, there's beatification. Yeah. yeah. But it con- yeah, whatever. Those are so good. And that like those red wine barrels,
3: mm-hmm.
0: they get that funky dark tartness or you think of like the Ode Brune styles and things like that. Funky barrel age Kentucky Commons. I think it would be like a little niche thing that could be just even another reason to come.
1: Yeah. Visit I think Kentucky. it's a base beer if you did like a wild ale yeah. with a Kentucky Common is as a base beer would be really neat Yeah, it's
2: mostly two row it's just darker
1: yeah. yeah 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 and yeah like like a nude brune like ha, that's it's there's like a lot of cool parallels flavor flavor parallels yeah. but like imagine adding cherries Ooh, and yeah, letting it right. sit on cherries for like a you know like a season where you're getting yeah. like super um I, I i love this style of beer like i said it's it's one of those beers that i, I thoroughly enjoy we, we brought ours up to um phobab again yeah and it was kind of <laughs> the description that they went with was not what i what i sent and, and it's it's fine it's whatever but like so when people like tasted it they weren't expecting that get tartness so yeah. they're like but it was cool because i was it makes
0: it real wild because yeah, yeah you don't expect that when you're like looking at it um, and we
1: also added coffee to, to ooh, the one okay. that we um that we took oh. over to to Fobab, so i actually had it
2: it, it, and you didn't know what was coming
1: at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was such a fun beer because I feel that a Kentucky Common, you know, you've got the malts, but you've got a little bit of, um, you, like, you've got a little bit of tartness. Mm-hmm. It can't be too much, right? And it, it's it's almost flat, um, got, like, really underlying sweetness, but you add the coffee in there.
0: Yeah, it smooths it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: and, and it that added this whole different dimension, which was like, is it? The coffee that's it's giving it this tartness, it was cool to taste it and just you want this roller coaster ride. So I was yeah. walking around with friends I'm like, make sure you try this. And they're like, What the fuck is this? It's <laughs> awesome. You know, and like these are guys that are like, like this is Kentucky, yeah. baby. <laughs> they're like winning awards and they're like, dude, this is so cool. It's like it's so different, you know? And again, the description, they're like, This tastes like coffee. I'm like,
0: Yeah, they should have put coffee on. There. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like, wow, where'd you get the coffee flavor from? Like
0: well, from, from coffee.
3: <laughs> weird. <Talking laughs> how how that
0: coffee works, yeah. <laughs> Um, we had a customer in here the other day. He's like, you know those vanilla beers? Like, what kind of spices do you use to get that vanilla flavor in there?
3: <laughs> it's like, is it ginger? Basil. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Southern basil. Okay. Y'all y'all want to know a fun fact about Kentucky? Sure. Um, as uh, climate change happens, real uh Tornado Valley hey, like will keep moving east. So sure. Kentucky... Is going to be a big bed of tornado warnings. Fantastic! And as we're talking right now, I can hear tornado sirens going off on this podcast. Those are just like noise. I thought you were just seeing a Debbie
1: Downer, like, "Hey guys, nope." Uh, weird <laughs> fun fact.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, hearing some tornado warnings right now with sirens going off. But just, just want to put that out there. A tornado like would never mo- hit a metropolis. Nothing, fine. nothing, we, nothing <laughs> we can do about it. Like, I mean, if I have to die with an with an ACG uh, beer in my hand, like. Yeah. So be it, you know? <laughs> uh, I, if
1: I die with an ATG beer in my hand, I deserve a raise. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: what, uh, but you
1: got insur- that, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> that life insurance policy should be paid out. But uh,
3: to, there's,
1: there's more zeros missing
3: than I thought. About. To put a bow on this, though, you know, we, we've talked about Sawstone before, I think just in the last couple of weeks. They got one of those c um, from Stone. They got one of the CDs from Stone, so that's why we're kind of enjoying this tonight, yep. too. Um, did you all see that Sycamore was going let's, after them? Let's talk about that for two seconds, yeah. Not uh, that we shed on stone that? enough. No. Yeah, we need to stop talking about stone. This is the last they, time we'll talk stone about stone. Stone did some branding that was like, it's so good, it it's says, so juicy. It, it or says keep, keep it juicy. Yeah, but Sycamore also had keep it juicy, and it looks exactly the same. And, and Sycamore uh, definitely did it first. Yeah, Sycamore did it first, and yeah. then they they taking the old brew dog approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they basically just approached uh Stone as in filings and just said, "Hey, listen, this has been going on. We kind of turned a blind eye towards it." But then they were just like, but we're gonna want to champion all the small businesses that you went after. Yeah. And this is why we're doing this now. Yep. What's well, good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. You yeah. can't say goose. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't like your beard season to
3: So Sawstone is a uh, lovely brewery. Uh been there once before, need to go there again. Morehead. Morehead. Yep. Yeah. Kentucky. Yep, Moorhead, Kentucky. Where's uh in the state, where is Moorhead? Is it east? Eh, it's central, ish, east central by Lexington. Um, good, good over hiking over in that area, a lot of good hiking. Great. Well, that just about wraps it up. I'll throw it to
2: Michael. Got any closing thoughts?
3: Uh, no, not. Not really. Uh okay, you know, I would uh <laughs> <laughs> I would just say like if you uh can't subscribe to our Patreon, uh uh slash Kentucky Commons. Yeah. If you can't uh you know tip us three bucks, that's fine. I understand. Uh but at least give us five stars on whatever uh podcast platform you're listening to us on right now, leave us a review. Uh we'll probably read it, especially if it's nice. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: That review last week was glowing.
3: Yes, yeah. uh, I'm somewhat impressed. I believe the review was so that's good. Moms never leave bad reviews. So let's, let's come it's true. Two of our two of our
0: patrons are my parents. I will <laughs> totally totally be upfront with that. We got them on that. Hi, mom and dad. Love you. Uh, do you guys got anything you want to promote going on in the tap room in the coming weeks? You know,
1: honestly, I just welcome everybody to come by Tell to. You. Um, Either one of our locations, we've got the smokehouse. Either
2: you mean the the. 10? We've got multiple. We've yeah. got
1: five.
0: If you guys yeah, haven't so you gone to see a show, at World Tiger, go see yeah. If you haven't had a Sammy out at the uh, Sandwich Emporium, Sandwich
1: du Emporium, yeah, that place is freaking awesome. It's it's great, and and we're I'm excited about all the stuff that we're going to be doing because you know you, you have to kind of get your feet from under your right and just kind of start somewhere. Yeah, and I'm the kind of guy that comes in and I'm like I've got a million ideas, but you also have to. You can't just come in and dump them on, dump right. them on people. You got to yeah, do it to make sure, like proof of concept. Uh, but now we're at that point where we're like, all right, we can start like doing some more fun stuff. So we're gonna be doing um, celebrity sandos, which I would love to have you guys do. Come up with a celebrity sando. Hell yeah. So yep. we, we pick like different Louisville people. This. That's right. To kind of uh, come up with a, their dream sandwich, it's and then um, can you put
0: beer
2: in a sandwich? <laughs> like just
1: a little. Did you not L. see your picture uh, uh, <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for National the, Beer Day? It was a sandwich, and the meat was beer. It was
3: an A-beer. <laughs> I would just awesome. like to throw out the idea of a Jackfruit Harlow sandwich. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I
1: made a comment about, uh, I know I know you guys love Jack Harlow. Uh, I know he's like the prime. Oh,
3: he's God. So if you say anything wrong, uh, just watch yourself. I, you know, I don't get it. I said he was Sorry, like, the, Jack. yeah. I'm like, he, he's like a Machine Gun Kelly of Yeah, that's of a great analogy. <laughs> and, yeah.
1: and I'm sure like everybody in, in Ohio is like, Son of a bitch. You know, his, uh, you know
3: his uncle or grandfather owns the building that Akasha's in? Yeah. Really? Really? Jack Harlow the, has Sinorama. gone to Akasha
0: a lot. Yeah. They're, they're big Sinorama <laughs> guy. Yeah. That Sinorama <laughs> dynasty.
1: Did he go because he wanted to try the beer? He's just like, I, I got to collect rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, dude, I'm picking up rent. They're like, what do you want? Do you want to try an ESB or a mile? It's I don't like, know. What's I don't know what that means, dude. Give me the money or my DJ will shoot
0: you. <laughs> oh my God, oh, David. Oh, <laughs> cancel, oh, cancel, 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 cancel. Cut
3: that, cut that, cut that, cut that.
0: Edit. I love it. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I would encourage everybody to obviously like do a tour of the ATG properties. Yeah. Um, our Smokehouse fucking rules. It does. That, that space to this day, you know, like, like when I was telling my story of how I came through, to, through Louisville for the first time and I saw that, that brewery, I was like, this is so cool. And it's, it's a Victorian brewery yeah. system, which...
0: If you've never been on a little brewery tour at at the Smokehouse, yeah.
1: it's so cool up there. It's essentially a gravity-fed, you know, yeah. old brewing system. And it, it just... The space is so neat. It's, it's the old, what, train uh, depot, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's... The backyard is, is a baseball stadium. I've always loved our space. And now getting to work here and going in there every day, it's like... Yeah. It's really cool. And then we've got our sandwich shop downtown with Flamingo Lounge uh, right under, which is a cool... I don't want to call it speakeasy. That's, that's disingenuous, but, um, yeah. you know, it's cocktail like, lounge. it's tucked away. Yeah. It's cocktail a little cocktail lounge. lounge. Yeah, actually.
2: Yeah. Tucked yeah. away
1: under uh, the sandwich, uh, the Sando Ampo. And then obviously public house, which we've got some really cool stuff that we're going to be doing there. We're, a we're making spot, sake right? Yeah. and that's yeah, yeah. going to become essentially like our experimental space. So doing mead, sake, uh, doing some fun funky stuff with beer and that's oh, yeah. going to be like our place. For that. that's perfect uh which kind of like keep it all the funky
0: sour stuff well away from the production yeah, facility yeah
1: <laughs> but it's kind of a tip to the a tip of the hat to cumberland brewing you know yeah. it's like hey like that was always like a, a beer spot for like beer people so we're gonna like enhance that
0: yeah and that's then fantastic.
1: whirling tiger which that's it's one of my favorite spots because yeah it's
0: so cool
1: the the i always tell people i'm like you know like it's the, the front is like a, this like madmen kind of lounge yeah the den and then we've got that state-of-the-art uh, awesome. venue in the yeah. back so yeah I would love to invite everybody to come have a beer with us we, you yeah. all were
0: gracious enough to host the Louisville Beer History panel there during uh, Louisville Beer Week last year it was, that was a fun hang, man. Yeah. if anybody would
3: yeah just, that uh, radar. just, just make sure that, that carpet in the venue area is replaced you know <laughs> I, got, I got an accidental text from Sam Cruz the other day uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice so apparently I got the inside scoop is that that carpet in the venue area is going to be pulled up yeah yeah okay yeah semen or <laughs> jesus man. all
1: of the above <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but i want you guys to, I, I want to do another event there where we're yeah we,
0: totally we'll
1: get you guys up there and um you know we, we've talked about doing a podcast uh we, we've got this we've got everything we need for a podcast but um first and foremost like i want it to be a space where if you guys ever wanted to record a live podcast yeah. and put them in an audience i think that's the space that'd be really you know? cool
0: yeah it'd be fun So, yeah, that's that's what I'm at. I'll plug Kentucky Common Festival, uh, Kentucky Common Fest on April 30th. We'll put links and everything on that and all across our social media in the the coming weeks as well. Um, And other than that, hopefully this will be the last time, depending on if I get up to Harbor Freight or wherever the hell before next week, the last time that anybody ever hears this.
1: I move a lot. so it's I sh- No,
0: it's not you. It's it's, it's the stools. It's it's, but beyond that, I would like to sincerely thank everybody who has uh, subscribed to our Patreon so far. Um, it's really all of, all of you guys that, that we do this for.
3: I would also like to plug that uh, the, the the members and listeners uh, that are from other states. Yeah, tell your local brewery to brew Kentucky common. Yeah, uh, if yes. they and need they to. Like, them. Yeah, we we know. We dare you. Yeah, we yeah please challenge them. Introduce them to the style. Our number Jesse, our number one state for listenership is is California.
1: I never heard of that. Is that where, where <laughs> it's, are they? It,
3: it's it's out there. It's it's, it's a farther drive away from oh, Chicago. Concert. Apparently, <laughs> uh, yeah. Starts with the Like C. so, you you folks in Chicago and New York and North Carolina and Ohio, I know you're you have a good presence on the podcast. You're you're keeping us afloat. Please, just. Uh, tell your favorite brewery about a Kentucky common. If they need a recipe, tell them to give us a call. Yeah, who are you gonna call? Saul, a David. You you can't.
2: I don't. I don't have anything. I think uh, what
3: nothing. I have things. Follow Kentucky Beer Network on Instagram. For well, the love of God.
2: No. Um, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I want to just uh, put it into the ether of like food, beer pairings and um, the future that that might hold in the world. Okay. So I dig it. Yeah. And um, for
1: that. Did you know, uh, one one quick thing, I did a an all food and beer pairing dinner at the James Beard House. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a highlight. Yeah. yeah that's that's I that's have awesome. uh, the certificate. It, that's what hangs in my uh, little hallway between my living room and, and kitchen. So if you ever want to talk... Food and beer. I've been doing that for a long time, and I cannot tell you enough how much I love that shit.
0: Those oh, the two things I like the most: food and beer. You know, and, <laughs> and that's a lot, a lot of what you bring to Against the Grain, and a lot yeah. of what you're bringing to Louisville too. So I can just have food. Shout and beer. out to you! Thank we you. I'm excited, it. man. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm really excited to to do some stuff, and just because I work at against the grain, like you know, for me, it's being part of the community. Yeah. And like um, one of the first things I told Sam was like, I I want Against the Grain. I want people to know that. We're, we're louisville you yeah. know I, I know that we've like been out you're, you're in japan yeah yeah yeah
0: but i, I think i do know who, sam might listen to this podcast so we'll edit out everything where you talked good about any other brewery in the world. <laughs> so you know <laughs> just, just in me. case
1: yeah uh but no like realistically like the, the beauty is that uh the guys are, are friends with everybody and like you know we want to we want to make it a party where everybody's invited yes otherwise it just becomes this like weirdo like becomes russia yep. right like right i will say you,
2: you being the third marketing person named jesse it doesn't really help. <laughs> when i try to explain like oh no
1: boy jesse i've got a better <laughs> beard beard than the last jesse we'll say that That's yeah great. yeah
0: yeah awesome thank you guys very much for listening i think we survived the tornado uh and you guys have survived listening to us blather on so thanks for that and, and david can, can take us out yeah sign us out david david sign us out I'm going to send us out with He's chapter
2: a host, three. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. Cedric's <laughs> uh, journey on. Uh, we had a Patreon request to change every uh, water billing amphibian's name to Faye,
3: so. Okay. Yep. Here All right, go. and take some beer drops and go home, everybody. Cut. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Jeff.